Box.com here with another video and on today's lesson we're going to go over whether or not you should buy versus leasing a car. So I wanted to provide an example, go over it and explain whether or not it would be a good idea one way or the other. Okay, so for the buy, basically a scenario, we have a car price of $32,000, you put down $2,000, you're working with a rate of 5%. This is more for like maybe like a first time car buyer, maybe doesn't have a lot of, you know, long credit history, right? And the term is for five years, right? Now the monthly payment for this loan amount, which would be around 30000 well, it would actually be 30000 would be $566 per month. Now, the also projected resale value of this, because this can vary greatly, right? Especially depending on what happens to the car, what does the market do to it, right? After the five years would be about $12,800 because that's about 40% of $32,000, roughly. And then, so let's go to the lease option, right? So for leasing, you still put down $2,000. The term is again for five years. The payment is for about $298 per month. So that is cheaper on a per month basis than just buying the car with a loan. Now the buyback or the suggested buyback would be around $15,000. This is actually a little bit higher, most likely a little bit higher, but I'm trying to keep numbers pretty simple to work with this example. Now, so let's say that, like, let's calculate to see, like, how much would it cost to really keep the car, right? So you have the $2,000 down, you're paying $566 for 60 months, so that would be a $35,960 amount after five years, right? Now for leasing, you have 2000 down, $298 per month for 60 months, which gives you about a $19,880. But if you were to keep the car, you'd have to pay them $15,000 after the end of five years. So that's basically $34,880. Now, the reason why I put that it varies is because when you lease a car, there's other potential expenses that will add up to it. So let's say that the mileages could basically, like if you were to go over the allotted miles, which is about 12,000 miles per year, roughly, you could end up getting charged, you know, like 25 cents a mile, 50 cents a mile, or maybe even a dollar per mile, depending on the type of car. And so this could actually be much higher than that. The buyback could be much higher than that. So realistically, this is going to be actually higher than the buy one after the five years. Just because there's so many different variables from this, right? Now, let's say that you were to just give up the car after the five years or sell the car, right? So basically, if you're going to lose half of your money no matter what, and like the prices for brand new cars are like 20K plus, right? So no matter what, you automatically lose over 10,000, right?
Well, I mean, technically, yeah, over 10,000 pieces, over 20,000. So, yeah. So, no matter what, you're going to lose a lot of money. And that doesn't even factor just the mental stress that it puts on you, right? And not only that, it minimizes the amount of cash flow that you have per month. Now, to me, I love having a lot of cash flow. I do not like being restricted in the amount of cash that comes in every single month. So that's why I will always just buy things in cash, whether it be a car or anything else. I don't like the idea of limiting my cash flow in any situation, right? So that's the way that I view it. So hopefully you liked this lesson. Hopefully you thought it was helpful and useful. Now, I will say this. If you are someone who just prefers to drive newer cars and you just like that, right? You don't want to deal with any kind of like potential issues with it, feel free to lease, right? Or if you don't have like a huge amount of cash flow, fine, feel free to lease. Or maybe if you're self-employed, you have your very own business and the business is technically paying for your car so that you could write off pretty much 100% of, you know, the lease for basically a tax break, right? Then I would probably do that. But other than that, I can't really see a reason why you would do that unless, you know, you're specifically doing it for like a very, very specific reason. If you just want to continuously just choose to lease over buying a car outright, it's just long-term, it doesn't really make a lot of sense because no matter what, you're like restricted. Like you can't really do anything with the car is what I'm trying to get at. It's like when you lease a car, it's not really your car, right? At least with a loan, it is basically your car. Like you have ownership of it, you could do stuff with it, but no matter what, you still gotta, you know, obviously make the payments. But at the end of it, you're still gonna actually own that car. But you could also drive it for as long as you want, for as long of a distance you want while you're still doing the loan. At least you cannot do that. You cannot do that with the lease. So let's say that you're like a road warrior and you drive twenty thousand plus miles per year leasing will cost you an arm and a leg right it costs you way way more than just buying a car but if you're someone who like maybe drives a couple hundred miles a month feel free to do that right like feel free to lease a car because you could get the stuff for so cheap Per month, like it doesn't really matter too much, right? Or if like you're using it for like Uber or something, yeah. Well, actually, no, I wouldn't use it for Uber only because if you pick up drunk people, you, they could ruin the car and all that kind of stuff. So that's actually not a good idea. So I take that back. But either way, there's different ways you can just go about and doing this. Is really about personal preference. If it's just like money based, buying a car even with a loan is technically cheaper than doing a lease because there's just too many different factors when it comes to leasing a car that could just bump up the price so much so 
Again, hopefully you like this video, hopefully you like this lesson, and feel free to subscribe to the YouTube channel for more personal finance lessons and how to make money lessons. Now, if you want to learn the four steps to make money online, go down below and learn the four steps, right? Now, if you want to learn how to create your own profitable online business using courses where you help teach people on like specific topics and you make a full-time living doing that, and if you want to learn that step-by-step, step, then go join the Course Academy down below in the description of this video. Feel free to follow us at 40 Box on Instagram, and feel free to like DM us questions about personal finance or lessons that you would kind of want to know more about. And if you like this video and share it, that's pretty cool. Thanks for watching. If you were to basically sell the car, right? So let's say that you have, let's see, let's see the calculator, right? So you have the 35960, right? You subtract that by the resale, the suggested resale, right? So that's $12,800. So that basically have been a total cost of like driving this car of about $23,160, right? Just to drive the car. Now, if you were to just do the give up for the lease, and again, the payment is probably a lot higher just because a lot of things that factor into your payment for a lease can be basically the different options on the car. Well, I mean, of course, that works with, you know, just buying a car as well. But there's a lot of things that like lease agents can just like tack onto a lease to just make it a little bit more expensive, right? But let's just say that it's the $19,880, right? So technically speaking, with the example that I gave, it would actually cost you more if you were to do the whole buy option, right? But like I said, there's a lot of things that can factor in because there's also the very... The, the variables of basically potentially running over the miles, the car potentially being damaged, like all that can add up and bump that over how much it would actually be to just buy the car, sell it. Well, you know, like for like just buying the car and then just selling it to try to like minimize the losses, right? So when it comes down to it, on paper, it looks like, Leasing is, you know, a cheaper option just on paper. But if you really factor in the different variables and, you know, potential accidents with your car or damages or all that kind of stuff, like, like I mean, think about it. Like, I mean, this doesn't happen to everyone, but you could have, like, freak things happen where something might dent your car, right? Or whatever vehicle you have. So, for example, I was driving one morning to go to the gym or to work out, right? And two deers ran into my truck, right? Now that's a freak thing, but let's say that the truck was on the lease. 
Well, I would have to pay more out of pocket to basically pay for the damages of that lease like to the vehicle, right? So there's so many different things that will factor into it. You're very restricted as to how many miles you can drive per year. And no matter what, in a more like in real life situation, leasing will pretty much always be more expensive than just buying a car, right? But it all depends kind of like on your specific situation, right? Because I mean, buying is cheaper in real life, but you also need a higher monthly payment. Like you need to have the cash to actually pay this monthly payment, right? Whereas with the lease option, you could be making technically less money and be able to do this. Now there's also other benefits to leasing your vehicle compared to buying and usually that is more like business related you could use a lot of tax write-offs with like a lease i'm pretty certain you could actually write off 100 percent of a lease for a car for a specific business if it's like the company vehicle right especially if you're like self-employed and all that kind of stuff and you don't really get a lot of tax benefits for if you're just buying a car with a loan Right, so there are a lot of benefits to using a lease, but I think for like the typical average person, if you have the money, it'd be better to buy a car with a loan. And if you have even more money, it'd be better to just buy a cheap car in cash, right? Like me personally, let me like erase this, right? So, me personally. What would I do, right, is that I wouldn't spend $30,000 or whatever on, like, like if I didn't have the money, like, let's say that I didn't have the money for $30,000, right, or $32,000 for the actual purchase price of the car. So let's say I had $10,000, right, just as an example, like I saved up $10,000, okay, what I would do right depending on you know my specific situation i would one buy a car or truck or vehicle in cash now the reason for this is because a car that is valued around $10,000 can basically be beaten to a pulp right like you can basically destroy this car like just like drive hundreds of thousands of miles with this car and you don't really care about it right because ten thousand dollars in the grand scheme of things really isn't that much money so you're much more comfortable driving it everywhere letting it get beat up you don't care if it gets scratched you don't care if it gets dented you don't care if deers like ram into it you don't care if somebody is just rude or something and like tosses stuff at it i don't know why but for the most part, you just don't really care too much about the vehicle. You don't really have like an attachment to it. And so that really just frees you up, right? So it kind of gives you a sort of freedom, like almost like a mental freedom because you're not having to stress about it, right? Because this basically frees up, you know, potentially like $22,000, 
well, technically more, right? Because you pay interest with the lease and then also the loan amount, right? So that basically frees up pretty much over $22,000 for myself, right? And like future money that, you know, I can invest, right? Into maybe like a Roth IRA, mutual funds. I could use this as like a down payment for a house, right? I could end up buying, you know, maybe a 20K car in cash at the end of it, right? So I could actually have two vehicles instead of just one that is not really worth anything anymore. So it's just, it just gives me more freedom, right? Like this is what I would personally do. I would like, I would save up the money for this amount, pay in cash, be willing to be in, like just beat the living crud out of the vehicle, get to have the mental freedom, right? And then also the financial freedom from having to deal with payments, not worrying about like my credit score, if I were to miss a payment, not worrying about, you know, say if I can't make a payment one month, oh my gosh, are they going to like repo it? Like there's a lot of like different like mental factors that a lot of people don't really look at, right? So if you're someone who maybe doesn't have a good income, it'd probably be better for you to save up cash as much as you can, as fast as you can, maybe work like a side hustle, a side job, and then buy the car, right? Because when it comes down to it, typically brand new cars that are bought off the lot will pretty much lose about 40% of their value over the next five years, right? Which is why I kind of like worked with the whole like five-year term plan, right? So pretty much whatever car you're going to buy, if it's brand new, whether it's like leased or just bought with a loan, you're going to lose pretty much half of your money no matter what. Right, 